okay, what's, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Tell me what's going on. And she walked me through it. Now, that did not mean that I was cool. It did not mean that I was automatically stress-free. I was not going to be like ready to snap, ready to cry, whatever. But it allowed me to stay in control. Mm -hmm. So if both people are out of control, you do not have hope. It, I mean, in marriage, you still have hope because it happens a lot. But you don't have a hope in the in the world to get through that argument in a That's right. in a decent amount of time and in a civil way, because one of you needs to stay civil. So he might have still been out of control, but he gave me. So I got to plant my feet. So when he said, "I love you, but I'm scared. I love you, but I feel insecure," I could plant my feet and I could say, "Okay, I'm ready. Let's get to it." That's right. And, and I was able to support him. People getting divorced. Tearing their families apart, coasting through marriage. Or fighting their way through it. I'm Cass. And I'm Catherine. We came back from the depths of hell to save our abusive, our toxic marriage. We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. Okay, guys, as you know, we are creating our new podcast. So this is episode four, and today we're going to talk about insecurity and how insecurity, I call it the monster. It grips you and it rips your family apart. Do you remember the days when I was such an insecure little bitch? I do. Yeah. How could I forget? <laughs> it's um, something that you have to get a hold of. Now, I, I mean, I've worked with enough men to know that they struggle with insecurity just because their wife doesn't want them but then there's past relationships and there's all kinds of issues that you struggle with because of maybe cheating in a relationship. Uh, but also there's a lot of insecurity that comes from just who you were as a child and how your parents loved you. And- Or didn't love or you. Or didn't love you. Hi, my name is Cass and my parents were. Anyway, so I think that this is really, really important to understand. Insecurity grabs a hold of you, it grips you tight and it, calculates the decisions for you, the decisions that you make. And why is that important? Well, because the moment you let insecurity decide how you want to react, then you get nowhere. I mean, and there's basic examples, hey babe? Like, um, you know, Catherine would be on the phone and I'd be like, who are you talking to? But it can be presented like, who are you talking to? Or it could be presented like, who are you talking to? And all of that is because you can't control the anxiety inside you. Boy, you were afraid to like go out with people. Mm -hmm. You were afraid to um, text, call, <laughs> scroll on social media. Scroll it. I was afraid of it, uh, everything because of your insecurity. Like, we, I lived in fear quite often. There were times when you were, you know, you, he had a cycle. So when he was on the upswing, he was a lot less insecure and accused me of a lot fewer things. But when, when he was on the downswing, watch out. So yeah, it was anything. Cause if I was texting, you know, he would be upset because I smiled. Cause I'm texting and I'm smiling. Like I must be texting a man or something. Or do you remember the thermostat? Oh, let's talk about the thermostat. Thermostat oh. story. Oh yeah. So <laughs> my husband is a man's man. If, if it, if he can't fix it, it can't be fixed. He can put everything together. He can fix anything. Um, and so sometimes there would be something that if I didn't know how to do it, I would just ask him to do it. I still still do that all the time. Actually. Yeah, I love why, it. why do yeah. I need to learn another new skill if my husband already knows how to do it? That's right. So one of the things was that we had a thermostat that I thought was actually quite advanced. This was almost 10 years ago though. Um, 
So it wasn't really all that advanced compared to like the thermostats <laughs> that we have right now. But for me, I moved out of this little apartment with like a little dial thermostat and we had this thermostat on a timer. And so I would ask him to change the temperature if it was hot, if it was cold. And we also had um, air conditioning system that we had set up to it and he just knew how to use it. So why do I need to go tinker, spend five minutes to turn it down two degrees when he could just go over and do it in 10 seconds. And so I would ask him to do the thermostat. So one day he came home from work and I, he worked a lot more than I did. So I was home a lot more by myself. Um, he came home from work and I had, it was too hot in the house or it was too cold. So I'm not going to wait five hours. Like I'm a woman, but I can still do things. So I went to the thermostat. <laughs> that sounds bad. I'm a woman, but I can still do things. No, she can do a lot of things. Yeah. yeah, and, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> and I, and I, mean, I said that totally joking because like I, I let him do the blue jobs, you know, the fixing and the, I have no interest. And I know there are women that are really good at fixing things. I'm just not, I'm like total gender stereotype pink jobs. Pink like, jobs I can't even yeah. put together a bookshelf from Ikea. I just, it's not my thing. There's some women, of course, there are a lot of women that can, but anyway, I didn't want to wait five hours or whatever it was for him to fix the thermostat. So I went and I, you know, tinkered around. It took me way too long to do it, but I changed the temperature. Well, when he got home, I don't know if it was that same day or the next day. Well, he lost his mind because clearly I must have had a man in the house to because change the, to change the, the temperature on yeah. the thermostat. <laughs> so I, and there were other things like, um, his son. So he has a son from a previous relationship and the child at one point, I didn't know, we didn't know what happened, but the toilet paper, I put the toilet paper with the flap coming on the top. Oh, yeah. Now I'm too busy. I don't care. I don't even look. I have three children under the age of four. I don't care what way the toilet paper goes. But when I had extra time on my hands, I liked the toilet paper to go a certain way. So in our main bathroom in our house, the toilet paper was on the wrong way. And so I heard all about how obviously like I would never put the toilet paper on like that. And like Castle doesn't know how to do the toilet paper. And so obviously, again, obviously there was a man in the house. He was so insecure. So the thermostat, the toilet paper, about a week later, Castle comes out of the bathroom and goes, dad, I figured out how to put the toilet paper on. I forgot to tell you. And I was like, see? Mm, and then so then he ate his words, but it was the insecurity of, this is something Catherine never does. This is something that Catherine does differently. So exactly. if anything was changed. One time I cleaned the toilet. Oh, when you yeah. clean the toilet, you flip up the seat. You, because, sh you should, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, if you're not flipping up the seat, please. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Yeah. yeah. Doing it wrong. And so usually I would put this toilet seat down. To this day, I think I, well, now I don't really care, but for years I made sure I put the toilet seat down because he raged. I lost my mind. I'm like, there was a man in the house, the toilet seat is up, what in the fuck? And, and I'm so, like, but look how clean the toilet is. <laughs> like, do you, like, why do you, is there any other reason that you think that the toilet seat might have been up? What, what this really needs to, what we need to really address here is you have to understand that when insecurity grips you, you literally will make up your own reality for a million different reasons why she's cheating would be the number one, right? But why you're not good enough is massive. Why she's not connecting with you. Why um, you can't move the marriage the way you want it to go. Why nothing you do is ever going to work or good enough. Like insecurity, literally, you find anything Anything, anything to pull out. So, I mean, some, some common things that people are doing that we're seeing all the time, you know, friend finder on your phone. Do you remember when friend finder, like it's still not perfectly accurate. Well, oh my gosh. I forgot about yeah, that. She, she used to love to get away from me for obvious reasons and go driving and go to this park, Horlock park in Edmonton. And 
when she was there, she would think and listen to music and uh, worship with God or whatever and try to just... Peace there. If you're lucky, you'd see like another wild animal. Yeah. I loved it. I would just, yeah. But the park wouldn't show up on the map in the exact same spot, for example, or she looked like she was at a different location other times because you're using insecurity to fuel all of these other thoughts of, well, you're cheating on me. Right. And but I just want to add to that one. So, and we still don't know to this day, like why it would show that I was a little bit off from where I actually was, who knows, but it used to be off. So we lived really close to the splash park at our house. And so he would message me and say, where are you? And I'm like, I'm at home. And he was like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes. He's like, are you sure? Yes. And then he'd show me a screenshot that shows that I'm at the splash park. Why would I be at the splash park? Obviously cheating. Obviously I was cheating <laughs> at the splash park in the middle of the day. Yeah with children around. Like, I'm just gonna go meet my boyfriend at the Splash Park, like, without kids. So, yeah, I do, I do remember that. And so that's that's a situation, though, where that it's, it's logical why you would feel upset, but mm -hmm. it happens so often. I actually had to prove to him on, because we had Friend Finder on both of our phones because of his insecurity. So I was like, well, if you're gonna track me, I'm gonna track you, because I was like, at that point, I said, it's gotta be up to something. If he's accusing me so much, then what is going on? And he wasn't cheating, but I would constantly check his location. So I showed him. I was like, I just want to let you know that, so our gym was across the street from like um, a drugstore, another gym, there's a bunch of stuff. And so I'd say, I, I sent him a screenshot and I said, just so you know, I know you're teaching a class right now, but your phone shows that you're across the street at London Drugs. And he was like, but I'm not. And I was like, I know you're not, but this is what Friend Finder does. Sometimes it would, like, it was just, well, it was this just is, off by this like is 100 what meters or something. Insecurity does. Exactly. Do you know, um, now let's just kind of break away from this. The, we all understand it. We all know that insecurity is stupid. We all understand where it comes from. We all understand why. What I want to do now is address what you can do differently. So first thing, if you're a person going through insecurity, and this happens with wives too, not just the men that I work with, some of their wives are very insecure and they didn't all have affairs, okay? But insecurity, you need to first deal with the anxiety, with what you're, you're experiencing, with what you're feeling. Because when you're not, you're automatically letting your mind go in all the different directions. And then you are going to inherently use negativity to support that and back up your absolute truth that you feel in your mind, right? So when I learned to deal with insecurity, I had to learn to deal with the anxiety of what I was actually feeling. Losing you would be probably the most important one at the time. It's not actually the thought of, well, somebody being with you. It was really the thought of, me not being good enough. Why wouldn't you want to be with me? I'm going to lose her. And then you start to chase the monster. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you know, it has the opposite effect. So when he's worried about losing me, so if that's what, when you're feeling insecure, that is one of the big ones. You're worried about losing your partner. You're worried right. that that other person is going to take your partner away, that you're not good enough. Right. So, but then in the reaction, when you're, when your reaction is an angry reaction, accusatory reaction, you're actually pushing your partner further away. So I developed insecurities because of this, because I would get pushed far enough away that then I was wondering, well, does he love me? Does he even like me? Why does he think I'm you doing this all the time. Do you I used to like ask, me? I used to yeah. ask him, I said, do you even like me? Why are we married? Because he was mean to me. He was insecure about everything I was doing. It was, everything was questioned. I said, do you like me? And so in the process of getting angry and anger is, is the, what they call it a secondary emotion. So if you're feeling anxious, you're feeling insecure and you act angry, you're worried about losing your partner, but you're pushing, you're literally putting a wall, driving a wedge, whatever, whatever you want to say between you and your partner and pushing your partner further away to the point that you could lose your partner when you're acting this way. A hundred percent. And if you, if you think about it, like cheating, obviously 
is the number one reason for insecurity, especially if there's been some form of betrayal. I don't care if you're talking about porn, uh, you know, a Facebook, you know, message, or uh, obviously a dating app, and obviously if you're going full blown, okay? Mm -hmm. But what are you doing then? You're pushing your partner away. Now, we're not talking about morals here today. We're not talking about cheating, all that stuff. I just wanna back up what Catherine's saying here. If, if you want your partner, <clears throat> like you're moving the marriage forward, that's what you think you're trying to do, pushing your partner away or pushing them into the thought of where could I feel safe somewhere else? This is male or female, guys. Forget that, that only women need to feel safe. If you are pushing them away, they're going to go get their dopamine rush somewhere else. Why? Now you're blaming them, but you literally, more than likely, most people aren't cheating. More than likely, you manifested that and you made that happen. In a way, I'm you not just, saying they can't take responsibility. The you just open the door. You know, it's never yeah. your fault. I talked about this last time. It's never your fault mm -hmm. when your partner cheats, but like, don't, like, I didn't cheat, but I mean, I could see how maybe somebody would have because I wasn't feeling safe with you. Mm -hmm. And so maybe I'm, and I'm just speculating because I'm not a cheater, but I think sometimes when someone isn't a cheater, even when you are a cheater, you don't feel safe. You don't want to break up with that person. You don't want to leave that person. You have kids. There's all kinds of reasons to stay, but you want to feel safe with someone else. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying that this is one of the things that happens. And it, and it, could, it perpetuates it. You, it you're almost, you're, you're making the reality that you're insecure for happen. Again, yeah, again guys, we're not excusing. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not but, saying it's okay if your wife cheated on you and it's because you're acting this way. No, it's still your wife's problem that she cheated. But, and, and vice versa. Yeah, right? both, yeah. both yeah. whoever cheated and or whatever's happening in that sort of um, betrayal, disloyal, that sort of thing. So I'm not, we're not justifying it at all. It's never okay. But you have to think, well, are you literally pushing your partner further away? And I also want to say one other thing about insecurity. So it's not the insecurity that's the problem here. So yes, you want to feel secure. And we can talk about what we did to allow him to start to build up more security. So yes, you want to feel secure. You don't want to feel insecure because that's a terrible way to feel, right? Yeah, it's but, awful. But it's not the insecurity that's the problem. It's the reaction that comes from the insecurity that's a problem. Right. If you're feeling insecure, then we need to deal with that. You need to be able to have a conversation with your partner about how you're feeling insecure so that your partner can help you help work through those insecurities with you. Your partner ideally loves you and doesn't want you to feel insecure. I didn't want you to feel insecure, but when he came at me with anger, I came back with anger and defensiveness until- Well, because found, you're not cheating, right? So you get yeah, pissed off, right? I was really right? pissed off. Yeah. And, and so we came up with a solution that it worked for us and it's worked for other people that we've coached. Can we move into that? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So yeah, you wanted you. Yeah, so it was after one of another, one of the accusations. And I think it was, I got stuck at a light or something happened, I got stuck in traffic and I was a few minutes arriving behind him. So he was driving in front of me. First of all, he drives faster and I got stuck at a light or maybe I stopped at a store. I can't even remember, but I was a few minutes behind you. And he had this dream in his mind about how I was sleeping with someone else because when I arrived at the gym a few minutes later, a male arrived at the gym around the same time. And so he thought, oh my goodness, what if they met on the side of the road oh. and did the dirty so that you know <laughs> she, she's tricking me so that she can sleep with him without me thinking anything, but they both rolled in late. And so it was after a situation, I think it was after that situation and he, he got very angry. And so I said, listen, I'm respectfully, I'm sick of this accusation stuff. I said, I can promise you that the things that you are doing, the things that you think I'm doing, I am not doing. And this, we already had the friend finder app. We already, like we were trying to We go, were trying to find solutions. But we yeah. just couldn't find the yeah. solution because friend finder actually made things worse as we talked about a couple minutes ago. But I said, if you come to me with the fact that you are feeling scared. So we, we 
were able to fine tune it so that he wasn't actually angry because he had nothing to be angry for. I wasn't doing anything, but he was scared. I was lashing out because I was afraid. Yeah, right. he was afraid. Yep. Again, afraid of losing me, afraid of me being you know, disloyal, afraid of things that mm -hmm. weren't actually happening. So I said, if you come to me before you make the accusation and say, first of all, I need to know that you love me. Because in those moments, like that's when I was I like, was, do you love yeah, me? Do you yeah. even like me? Yeah. So I was like, you need to come to me and I need to know you love me because I get scared when you come across as um, reactive and angry and yelling and, you know, just on the crazy Even just train. accusatory, even with a nice tone, right? Yeah. Hey, who are you talking to? Right. Yeah, yeah. And so I said, if you come to me and you tell me you love me, but, and then also express to me that you're feeling fear, that you're scared, I promise you that I will hold your heart and I will help you through that insecurity because I guarantee whatever you think I'm doing, I am not doing. So I can work through it with you without you having to accuse me so that we don't have to put that wedge between us and I can actually help you through it. And he said, it's not gonna work. And I said, it is gonna work, I promise you. So this is one of the moments, I, in one of the previous episodes, I talked about the crazy train and how if your husband or your wife, whoever, is getting on the crazy train and you can start to see that train's gonna go off the tracks, don't get on the train. Yeah. Stay off the train, stay solid and stable. And so I said to him, I promise you that I will be the strong one and I will stand my ground and I will help walk you through this. And I said, trust me, promise me. So we went back and forth a little bit because he said, there's no way this is gonna work. But lo and behold. It was a major, major push forward for us. Game changer. So I would turn to Catherine and say, I love you, but I feel insecure. Mm -hmm. And if you can, we now know if you could remove the butt and if you can just isolate what it is, then she would come back to me and she'd, be, she'd say, Okay, okay what's, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Tell me what's going on. And she walked me through it. Now, that did not mean that I was cool. That did not mean that I was automatically stress-free. I was not going to be like ready to snap, ready to cry, whatever. But it allowed me to stay in control. Mm -hmm. So if both people are out of control, you do not have hope. It, no, I mean, in marriage, you still have hope because it happens a lot. But you don't have a hope in the, in the world to get through that argument in a, That's right. in a decent amount of time and in a civil way. Because one of you needs to stay civil. So he might have still been out of control, but he gave me, so I got to plant my feet. So when he said, I love you, but I'm scared, I love you, but I feel insecure, I could plant my feet and I could say, okay, I'm ready, let's get to it. That's right. And, and I was able to support him. And then there's more, like, you know, I don't know exactly what you do, but if you're a man and you are struggling with this, this is a terrible way to live, like Catherine was talking a few minutes ago about. It's a terrible way to live. It doesn't allow any positive feelings, no joy, no excitement, no laughter, no fun. It literally, the moment you have them and then insecurity grips you, it rips it, strips it all away from you. So if you are struggling with that, just send a message from the, from the website, moralmarriage.com. I've got some awesome training on anxiety. I am not gonna lie to you, it is hard as hell. It is how I taught myself to deal with the thoughts of what Catherine might be doing with another man. It's walking through the complete journey of who she could be with, how big is his dick, like it's bad. But I learned to be able to deal with what I was feeling inside. And I did this, I have a much better process than I give you guys, but I did this through watching reality shows. And like, she'd ask me questions about the show and I was like tuned out going, oh my God, don't lose your mind right thinking, now. He's thinking so about something, thinking it's about, a situation on the reality show and in his mind, I'm doing that same thing. That's, like that's like right. literally I'm sitting on the couch next to you. How could that be me? Yeah. It, it, that's it was how bad. much of an, a monster insecurity can be. That's right. And so the last thing that I would like to say is, you know, it's awesome on the other side. You know, I remember in, uh, when we were in Fredericton, there something, I don't, we don't know what, we had a, we found a rabbit outside, maybe that's what it was, chewed, oh through the, chewed through the wires in our cameras, our video cameras. 
and the cameras in the kids' rooms and the living room and stuff like that. Um, not in our bedroom, nice try. And so, and, and uh, only one wire. Yeah, only the wire to, to the camera, so we couldn't get the feed on our son. And my mind automatically does what it normally does. At first, it's like, okay, well, fuck, like, why'd she cut the wire? Like, but when you understand response versus reaction, your anxiety doesn't take hold and push you to fear, and you let insecurity rule you. You start to think rational, and right? when you were being rational, you said to me, so he said, so when we found the wire was cut on our security camera in our baby's bedroom, I was really freaked out that the wire was cut. Right. And we forgot that we had a rabbit. We had, we rescued a rabbit and we had this rabbit. And so the only logical explanation is that the rabbit chewed it. Chewed but it, through, yeah. it was actually But scary. it looked like it. It looked cut. like a perfect yeah. cut. Yeah. So it was, I, I was actually very scared. It made no but sense. It yeah. made no sense. <laughs> but so I hope it was a rabbit. Otherwise it was some sort of poltergeist, which is even scarier. But anyway, um, he said to me, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm really concerned right now that you cut the wire. And I remember thinking, like, I'm so sorry. I said, I'm so sorry, honey. That must be have, uh, that must be a terrible way to feel. And I said to him, this is what was like, just proved it that I didn't. I was like, if I was going to do something with another man in our son's bedroom and I wanted to get it off camera, I'd unplug it, not cut it. Yeah. And I also was like, well, wouldn't you do it in the bedroom where there, where is, there is no, is camera? no camera? And also the bed's a lot bigger than a little fire truck bed. But this is the thing. I want to say one more thing. Yeah. And we can say, we, I can, I can say it like that now where I'd say, if I was going to do this, I would unplug it. Where like normally five years ago, if I said, if I was going to cheat on you, I'd unplug the camera. He'd be like, oh my gosh, she's already thought of it. Yeah, you, but, exactly. You so, find, the insecurity just makes you go, oh my gosh. She's, why did she yeah, think of that? Backs up the bullshit. Now here, yeah. this is really important because this was just, I mean, I think only six months ago, but insecurity is nothing to do with it now. It's my natural. Okay. And it creeps in, but it can't grip me anymore. Mm -hmm. I just communicate very well with her now in case I have a reaction, uh, in case my tone is off, in case uh, I say the wrong words, in case. But I don't, I probably don't even need to do that anymore. Now I'm pretty sure it would be just covered. I'm pretty good. It's all, it's under control. Mm -hmm. And I respond, I realize, I rationalize, I'm logical because I can deal with that pit in my stomach. However, we just really, we're just really open with everything. It's just easier to make sure that we never go backwards again, mm -hmm. right? So, guys, this has been a long one today, but we're going to cut this short, and we're going to do the next episode. See you in a second.